اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اشهد ان محمد رسول الله اشهد ان محمد رسول الله حيا على صلاة حيا على صلاة Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu Wa nasta'inuhu Wa nasta'gfiruhu Wa nu'minu bihi Wa natawakkuhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina Wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudilla lahu Wa man yudlilhu falahadiyala ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإن الشياطين ليوحون إلى أوليائهم ليجادلوكم وإن أطعتموهم إنكم لمشركون فدق الله العظيم Beloved brothers, respected elders All praise due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us to be in the ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with the firm rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says hold firmly onto the rope rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Quran Majeed the unchained miraculous divine word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that throughout the ages to this Quran Sharif as taught by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam then a person will be rightly guided he will be on the upon the straight path Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed all of us amongst his favors Allah ta'ala has blessed us with aql with intellect with the ability to reason the ability to think this is a great ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages us throughout the Quran Majid to use our intellect to ponder to think they contemplate over the creation of the skies and the earth. Allah Ta'ala explains the verses for you so that you may understand. You may use your understanding, your aql that Allah Ta'ala has blessed you with. So the aql is a great ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, intellect and intelligence. And Allah, Allah Ta'ala wants us to use it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages us to use it. So therefore throughout the Qur'an Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us rational proofs, logical proofs for His existence, for His greatness, for His grandeur, for His power. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps enumerating وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ These are His signs, these are His signs, these are His signs. Think about it, reflect over it. Together with the rational proof, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us also narrational proofs. That which has been narrated and that which has been revealed. That which has been revealed, which is the Quran Majeed. That which has been revealed to the Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. So the miraculous word of Allah, the fact that it has not changed over the last 1400 years, how well it is preserved and protected, the beautiful teachings of the Qur'an Majeed, discussing so many different branches and aspects of life, the fact that Rasulullah was an unlettered Nabi of Allah, and Nabi Al-Ummi, and for him to bring this beautiful kitab, composition, so this is, these are the narrational proofs. One is the rational proof, your mind person uses all these proofs and he looks into this mu'ajiza every nabi brought a mu'ajiza the mu'ajiza of rasulullah is the quran imajid and then he submits to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he submits to one allah and he turns to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once you have submitted to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then whatever command of allah ta'ala is directed at you now it's Islam, it's submission. A person submits to that command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we look at the beautiful example, we are in the season of Hajj. The example of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Look at his, the early years and how he explained to his people and how he applied his own intellect in order to win them over towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and invite them and introduce them to Allah. Allah ta'ala says, وَكَذَلِكَ نُرِي إِبْرَاهِيمَ مَلَكُوتَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ In that way we showed Ibrahim a.s. the kingdom of the heavens and the earth, all the 
manifestation of the qudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? وَلْيَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُوْقِنِينَ So that he may be from those who have yaqeen, those who have conviction in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala showed Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, the kingdom, again, the rational proofs Allah, Ibrahim alayhi salam used or everything around him and eventually came to the conclusion that there is one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Together with that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala obviously had revealed, sent wahi to Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and the narrational proofs were there. And Ibrahim alayhi salam became an example for us of submission to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now when the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came, then there was no question to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to slaughter his son Ismail alayhi salatu إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ When his Rabb said to him, submit, he said, I submit to the Rabbul Alameen. Whatever is the command of Allah, I will submit to the command of Allah. Now he did not question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other hand, we have the example of our enemy, that is shaitan. That when he was commanded to make sajda to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, Abba. Was takbar. He refused. He was arrogant. And when he was asked of him, why did you not bow down to what I had created? Allah Ta'ala asked him the reason behind it. He said, Qala, ana khayrun min. I am better than him. Min nar. You created me from fire. Min teen. And you created him from sand, from clay. He began rationalizing using his aql against the command of Allah, against the explicit command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then that led eventually to his expulsion and his destruction. So this is the basis, the basis of how we see life, our worldview of life is through the teachings of the Quran in Majeed. We exercise our aql, we look at the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we ponder over everything. And in that way, we build up and develop our yaqeen. Together with that, we look into the proofs of the Qur'an and the sunnah of Rasulullah wasallam. develop our yaqeen, and then we submit to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is our basis of judging what is haq and what is batil. What is true, what is false, what is right, and what is wrong. So, when this is our basis, and this is our firm rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then no matter what challenges are put out there, no matter in what way it is couched or beautified, shaitan has a way of beautifying people's actions. Allah ta'ala says, Shaitan beautified their actions for them. Then shaitan stopped them from the path. وَكَانُوا مُسْتَبْسِرِينَ and they were intelligent people. They were not stupid people. They were intelligent people. But shaitan beautified actions which are hated and despicable in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan beautifies it for them. No, we must have tolerance for them. We must, you know, sympathize with them. We must uh, become their ally. And we must, but this obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shaitan beautifies that 
action, those actions were zayyana lahum shaitan. Actions which are regarded as despicable, which are hated. So the solution is very simple. The antidote for all the poison out there is Quran Majid, the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The challenge of LGBT, etc. That also, the fact is, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned it so many times in the Quran. There are around seven places where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in seven different surahs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the evils of these people. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes into detail and they're using different words describing the evil that they that they that they are perpetrating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in various ayats of the Quran inshallah we'll go through a, a, a few of the ayats of the Quran Sharif for example in surah al-a'raf Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and Lut alayhi salam when he said to his people ata'tuna al-fahisha do you perpetrate such an obscene act ata'tuna al-fahisha Look at the word Allah Ta'ala used. The word is fahisha. Something that is obscene. Something that a person should feel ashamed about. Not something to be proud about. You know, and uh, boast about. But it's something that a person should feel ashamed about. Do you do such an obscenity? Ma sabakakum biha min ahadim min al No one from the world has ever done this before you. And then he... Lut mentions it explicitly. Innakum lata'atuna rijal. When you go to men, shahwatan, in order to fulfill your desires, mimdunin nisa, instead of woman. Allah Ta'ala has created woman for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created that which is pure, the halal alternative. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created for that. Yet, you go to men, ata'atuna rijal. Then Allah Ta'ala says, Bal antum tawmum musrifun. People who are transgressing the limits. You are making israf. Bal antum tawmum musrifun. So Allah Ta'ala describes it in different ways in the Quran Sharif. One is, Bal antum tawmum musrifun. You are people who are going beyond the limits. You know the meaning of israf? Is one is, a person needs to spend somewhere, but now a person wastes and goes beyond the limits. So similarly, a person has the halal alternative. Now he goes towards that which is haram. Allah Ta'ala says, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ مُسْرِفُونَ One ayat Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ تَجْهَلُونَ Rather you are an ignorant people, you are jahil people. بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ تَجْهَلُونَ In one ayat, Hazrat Lut alayhi salam pleading with his people, he says, Alaysa minkum rajilur rashid. Is there not a rightly guide, right thinking person amongst you, a person who has his akal in place? Alaysa minkum rajilur rashid. So they said, Lut alayhi salam. Lut alayhi salam provided the alternative. He said, these are the daughters of my ummah. You can marry them. You can fulfill your uh, urges in the halal way, in a wholesome way, in accordance to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they said, Laqad Ali, we, they said, you know, we don't have any need for your, for your, for your, for, uh, for your daughters or for the woman of the, of the ummah. We don't have any desire for women. Wa innaka lata'lamu manu, you know what we want. Wa innaka lata'lamu manu, you know what we want. So, Lut alayhi salatu wasalam pleaded with them, he advised them various ayats of the Quran Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains it. For example, another example in, 
Surah Hud, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes their despicable action. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah ta'ala says, takes a qasam, a very important qasam that was taken in the Quran Sharif, where Allah ta'ala describes how these people's intellect has been spoiled. See, our intellect, as I said, it's a great gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But our intellect and mind is also has its limitations. They are also influenced by our desires. Man can justify anything he wants. When he desires something, then he can start making all types of, uh, putting all types of data together or information, or he can bring all types of uh, surveys, and he can justify whatever he wants. So their intellect was, was spoiled. So our intellect is affected by means of our emotions also, and by means of our desires as well. So Allah Ta'ala describing how evil these people were, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, La amruka, by the oath, by the qasam of your life, O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imagine what an oath this is. What a qasam this is. Any other qasam that have been taken in the Quran Sharif, wal asri, by the oath of time, wal duha, by the morning, etc. Washamsi by the sun. There are many qasams that have been taken in the Quran when Allah Ta'ala emphasizes certain things. Here, the oath and the qasam is taken on what? On the greatest life of all. Whose lifespan can be greater? The lifespan of Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. By the oath of your life, innahum lafi sakratihim ya'mahoon. Allah Ta'ala described it and Allah Ta'ala hits the nail on the head. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, إِنَّهُمْ لَفِي سَكْرَتِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ Verily they are wandering around blind. يَعْمَهُونَ They are wandering around blind فِي سَكْرَتِهِمْ In their intoxication. This is a different type of intoxication. One is intoxication of wine. One is intoxication of wealth. This is an intoxication of passions and desires. When a man's desires have taken control over him, they have taken their gods, their, their desires as their gods. So Allah Ta'ala takes an oath. By the oath of your life, O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, إِنَّهُمْ لَفِي سَكْرَتِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ Verily they are wandering around blind in their intoxication. So like that, beloved brothers and respected elders, our furqan and our criterion and our rope and our salvation is the quran Majid and the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned in a hadith, look at this hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what a stern warning. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Verily the thing I fear most of my ummah, inna aqwa fama aqafu ala ummati, amongst the things that I fear the most of my ummah is, amalu qawmi lut, the action of the people of Lut Alaihi Salatu Wasallam, amalu qawmi lut, this is amongst the things that I fear most, it has such dangerous consequences. There are so many instances or there are instances where a person gets involved in this kind of action then he begins justifying it then he loses his iman iman and haya go together once haya goes away then nabi sallallahu said then very soon iman will leave as well so this is the plot of shaitan to attack the iman of people but he comes in this way in this by means of these kinds of desires Beloved brothers, respected elders, the solution is very simple as I mentioned. One is, Allah Ta'ala says in the, that we, uh, we stick, we hold firmly onto salah. 
Because inna salai wal hinkar. Salah will prevent you from evil and obscenity. Inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. So salah has an effect. So there's no fancy solution to these kind of problems. It's a very simple solution which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given that salah, you look after your salah, work on your salah and the salah of your children. It will prevent you from these type of obscenity and from these types of evil. And together with that, the greatest antidote to the poison that is around us is the Qur'an Majid, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we learn these stories of the prophets. Allah ta'ala says, kadalika bihi fu'adak. We tell these stories to you to make your heart firm. So in the face of all these evils that are around, we need to revive the Stalin teach our children the story of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam, depending on the age so uh, and, and depending on the understanding so we explain to them very important in this day and age the story of Lut alayhi salam and one ayat that I have constantly been uh, uh, telling my uh, Hibs boys and I hope some of them do remember it that one ayat of the Quran which was the words of Lut alayhi salam he said he said I am from those who hate your action. I am from those who hate your action. Like how pork is despicable to us. Like how wine is despicable to us. Similarly, this action of the people of Lut Islam is disgusting and is something that we should hate and abhor. We should hate and abhor this action. Any type of haram, anything that Allah Ta'ala has prohibited, may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala give us all tawfiq, protect us, guide us. Wa akhiru da'amana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.